Welcome to the Food Freedom Habit Podcast, where you can find freedom from food crazies using nothing but your own brain. With me, Lydia, the Lifestyle Coach. Would you like permanent food and body peace without tracking one trigger or calorie? Whether you're dealing with overeating, binge eating, bulimia, food obsession, body hate, or the endless diet cycle, we do all this without delving into past trauma, starting yet another food plan, or monitoring every meal. Live a free life aligned with your health and values. If you're ready for something real, you're in the right place. All episodes are 100% free, so please subscribe to and review our podcast. Hi, this is Lydia, the lifestyle coach, and so excited for you to meet an amazing woman today. So I am a lifestyle coach who helps women to get free from food crazies like binge eating and bulimia, and really just using your brain be able to be free and not just like, hey, I'm managing my eating disorder and not just like, hey, I just want to find some way to avoid all my triggers, like literally living your own regular life however you want to without the food obsession and without feeling like you ever need to binge again. And that is really what we do here. And the women that I have helped over the years, it is so fun to hear all their stories and what's even more fun is when you get to hear their stories too. So, so excited to chat with a wonderful, wonderful young woman today um, and for you to hear her story and so grateful that she was willing to share. So let's hear from, without further ado, from the lovely Cecilia. Hello. Hello. <laughs> so this is Cecilia and she is in Denmark, which is so cool and awesome. And what I find is like, this is something that impacts women all over the world. And I coach women all over the world. So it's so fun to be connected and welcome to the show, Cecilia. Thank you. <laughs> Thank so, you for having me. Yes. I'm, I'm so excited <laughs> for you and everything that's happened. So let's get right into it. So tell, tell us a little bit about like, what is... What is your story with how you started seeing sort of this eating stuff come up? Like, you know, did you know what was happening? Kind of how did it evolve over the years until you realized like, wow, something's wrong. So tell us a little bit about like, how did you get to where you were in your eating stuff? Well, I think back in like fifth or sixth grade, I kind of always felt like this very shy, quiet girl that no one really saw and then I just thought of losing weight as a way to kind of get attention and then it just started with this super strict um, dieting and um, exercising and um, then I just got compliments and then it just kind of rolled on from there and um, just one day that kind of stopped and then a few years later I went into school again of course and um, it was kind of the same thing and kind of did the same things and the same dieting strategy and exercising strategy and then I just lost a lot of weight and it kind of turned into anorexia and I got in treatment for that and I went for treatment for three years and then I had to move away from home so I moved into a dorm and then I just freaked out because I didn't want anyone to see what I was eating, how much I was eating. 
and I didn't want to spend money on food for myself because I didn't feel like I deserved it. And then I started to grow up. I started to have binges because I was just like, okay, how can I eat without anyone noticing it? So I just had to eat everything now. And then it just felt too uncomfortable. And then I just had to throw it up. And um, it came to a point where I was just so tired of it. Like physically, I couldn't do it anymore. And then I contacted my doctor and I got in group therapy um, for bulimia. And it was kind of, um, I think, 13 weeks program we we went through it's kind of a package deal um but then it just kind of slipped a bit away after that um it was better after but i was still like binging and purging more or less um afterwards and then i just just search everything googled everything just Try to find all the information on how to recover and stuff about nutrition and basically everything I could get my hands on, I would read or research and try some of that. But I haven't really been like consistent with it, so it hasn't really worked any of it. And then um, and just thought why not try this so so with your journey first of all thank you for sharing your story it's an amazing story and i know that it it resonates with a lot of people in that same position you know a lot of times it starts out with the restriction and the weight loss and then and then it's like okay now we're binging and now to make up for now we're purging and it just turns into an awful cycle so for you cecilia like how how many hours a day or how much time a day were you spending on researching solutions and trying things and figuring out, you know, your next diet and figuring out how, how to purge, like all these sorts of things. Like how much time would you say that it was taking from your life? A lot. I think most of the time, if I didn't have to do anything like school or stuff like that, um, most of it basically yeah so like all the the life that you would get to live besides yeah. the life. okay so these are the have to's and then the rest you know for a normal eater would be just okay well now i get to play and now i get to do things i want but for you any sort of extra time was filled with okay we've got to research we've got to find a solution for this is that right mm, and binging and, and purging yes it takes a lot of time too yeah. oh my gosh so with that factored in, like the binging and purging is taking a huge part of your day and then researching all the ways to stop it is taking a huge part of your day, right? Mm. Yeah. And you said nothing ever worked, correct? Nothing ever made it better? Yes. It's just like there are some parts of it that kind of make sense and you feel like, okay, this is working, but just not fully. Yeah. Yeah. And I know that's very frustrating. So, so frustrating yeah so how else were you feeling like what was sort of your emotional journey during this time where you're binging and purging and researching like and that's like your life um how did you just emotionally feel what was that like for you 
I felt sad, like, I felt like really, really sad, like, pathetic, like, oh, no, no. Um, so yeah, I felt like so unworthy of anything. Basically, it was awful. Yeah. And so just this feeling of like sadness and awfulness all the time. And then of course, like just, you know, being in this cycle, um, for you, what, what were the other costs in your life? Like what were some things that you couldn't do or that you avoided, um, just because of where you were at? I think the biggest thing for me was trying to avoid social situation around food. So like, um, common dinners at the dorm or, just a lot of time spending on planning food if I had to go to like a family event or something um like that's that's annoying it takes a lot of time and a lot of energy that could be spent better otherwise yeah and like financially in your life you know like with the the binge foods and the the attempted solutions to try to fix this like what was it costing you like as like a student, right? It's like you're, you're a student, you're trying to do things, you're trying to save. Like what was it costing you financially to, to just have to maintain this habit? I think um, I live in Denmark and we are very lucky that a lot of the treatments um, we don't have to pay for. Um, and we have a lot of like free places to go um, who kind of treats eating disorders but they are still like of the philosophy that it's so emotionally and it's very much about how you're feeling and that has just never worked so that has been very frustrating as well because it's just like I just want to fix the thinking come on <laughs> like yeah Absolutely. um so it sounds like you had you know being in Denmark like the treatment for it was free, but not effective for you, right? Like, it's just yes. like, I just want to stop binging, right? Yeah. Yeah. And so, you know, it sounds like the treatment was an extra cost. Do you remember how much you were just spending in, you know, with the binging or tools to purge or like, you know, whatever, whatever it was? I don't have ex like precise costs, but definitely like books on how to recover and cookbooks and obviously also binge food but I don't have any specific price but I think too much yeah absolutely that's fair too much right because you <laughs> don't want to be doing it anymore right yeah beautiful so what were some of the things that you can remember when we first when we first got in contact Cecilia like uh what are some of the things that you wanted that you knew that now was the time like i'm so tired of this and this or i want to be able to do this and this um so rewind yourself back to that to that time which wasn't too long ago actually no um and it's so fun to see how far you've come in such a short amount of time but what were the things that you wanted to be able to do that you couldn't do back then feel normal just have a normal life without binging and just feeling horrible all the time just mentally and and physically and just feel like a normal 22 year old it's it's 
awful to just feel so like like a freak when you're 22 and you feel like you should just be doing all of these fun things and then you're just like pinching and purging like that's awful it's just a horrible feeling and i just i just wanted it to to stop so i can just be completely normal like anyone else and and have a regular person's issue yeah just regular problems right <laughs> like yeah. yeah absolutely so then we met yay yeah. um and i mean i know we had a conversation and you qualified for my program and you you took that step to really change things for you um what what was one of the very first things you noticed in that you were getting more free like one of the first times you were like, oh, wow, this is working or, oh, wow, I can do this now. What were some of those first celebrations for you? I think that was actually, I think many people who watch this have read the Brain Over Binge book, which I did as well. And I thought it was so awesome. But I just didn't realize how important it was to verbalize the chatter um, for it to really work. Um, to really like feel the higher brain is working and making the decision. And I feel like that was one of the first things where I thought this is actually uh, working. Like it was, it was kind of surreal actually. Yeah. But I feel like that was kind of the thing that was, was missing for me. Very cool. To get so, it up to the higher brain. To the higher brain, right? And when yeah. you see that it's working, like what did that feel like for you when it was when it was working? Like what was that experience for you that you knew it was working? It felt awesome. Like you feel so empowered. Like I'm the boss. <laughs> <laughs> Is that a great feeling? Like, oh yeah. I'm the captain of this ship, right? Because I know that's a very common feeling of sort of like this hijacked feeling of like you're not in control of what you do. So yeah, to get those glimpses of, wow, I, I get to decide I'm in control. That's awesome. Mm. awesome, awesome. And what were some other wins and celebrations for you? Like on this side of it, like what are some of the things that you're doing now that you like never thought you'd be able to do? Like just like cool miracle for you and your life stuff. Oh, a lot. I think um, I am able to like attend dinners at the dorm without preparing for it or knowing it just continuously. Um, I'm able to have treats in the house without feeling like I have to just eat it all at once. I am able to spend my time on like fun things like go out and taking pictures and read a book in the morning instead of like tracking my food or drawing and normal stuff. And like, even though they might seem small things for a lot of people, it's, it's I feel it's a huge deal when you're used to spend so much time on food related stuff or like watching what I eat in day videos or whatever. Yeah, that's so beautiful. And one thing that I just loved, and I mean, this is really, this is what I do. Like, this is what it's about. I mean, a big thing for me 
is taking these amazing women in the world. I mean, you have so much that you're doing in life and your education and the things that you love and your creativity, Cecilia. And I love how creative you are. I love getting to know you and like all the neat things that, that you are doing now that you didn't used to do, but like taking these amazingly strong women and then just releasing them from the food issues that were keeping them down so they can just step forward and just go for it. Like just go for life. Like you literally got like all of your life back that you were spending with this. Like you said, in the morning, being able to do something you enjoy. So I love that. And I've loved seeing your journey. Um, and it's been a beautiful thing. So how do you feel now? Like compared to how you felt before, just like in a day, around food, like what's changed about your feelings or like your feeling about, you know, the need to binge or where are you at now with that? Like, how do you feel now? I feel normal, like a normal human being. I don't feel like I'm a person trying to recover. I feel like, no. Um, so I just feel normal and I don't have like urges to, to, binge on massive amounts of food and I don't have urges to purge or anything um so I feel good <laughs> yay <laughs> isn't that so fun oh I love that anything else that comes to your mind that you are just loving about life in freedom like anything that's just like special or cool for you now that you're free I think it's awesome to be creative again because when I was a kid I loved to like draw my own cartoons and like imagine a lot of cool stories and stuff and I loved to draw as well when I was a kid and it's just cool to do those things again because eating disorders just kills creativity and I don't think topping galore on oatmeal counts <laughs> when it comes to that so it's just awesome to to do those kinds of things again yeah that's so fun and like the world needs your creativity you know like I love what you said like eating disorders kill creativity like I just remember that feeling of like I have a full-time job and a full-time job trying to manage my eating disorder and it's not working and it's just like you don't have room for anything else and no. I love all the room that you have left like I love that you're taking pictures and that you're going on adventures and that I've gotten to to see you do that and have creativity back in your life it's so fun it's a beautiful thing yay it's awesome <laughs> right well I just want to celebrate you and say congratulations like I'm so happy for you like yes I showed you how to do this and yes I coached you but like you did the work and you were the one that was ready and qualified and so I'm just very very happy and excited for you and what do you think I mean life coming up right like school and work and life what are some things that you feel are possible for you now in your future that as long as you had this eating disorder that you didn't see ever happening for you? I think I will be much better able to like, I'm starting my master's degree here in September and I feel a lot more safe around that than I want to go crazy on food or just being weird, weird in social situation because I was thinking about how I would handle if there were food around. Um, 
and meeting new people and stuff. And also I will have to move. And that has also in the past kind of been a stressful time for me <laughs> around food. So I don't really see them as a problem now. Yeah. Isn't it amazing that the things that you, that used to bring up so much fear in life now are just life. Like it's just, Oh, that's normal. I'm a normal person doing normal yeah. things as opposed to everything revolving around food. It's so fun. I love it. Yeah. So for you, like, you know, for the women watching this, that they're in that place where they're still searching, right? They're still doing their internet research. They're still desperately trying to find a way to just figure this out. Like, what advice would you give them? Like, what, what, should, what should they do, like, if they want to be free? Well, I do think they should absolutely try these principles and give it time. Just, just really be persistent with it and just commit to it and go into it with a positive and open mindset. I think that's super important. Just give it time and just do it. Yeah. Beautiful, beautiful. And that's one thing that has been a huge advantage for you is just your mindset. And that's one way that I qualify the women that I coach is that, you know, do you really have that mindset of you believe that you can get better and you're willing to adjust? And I love the way that throughout the program, you've been like, okay, all right, I'll do it. I'll try that. You know, it's just like, you've been so, like you said, that open mind of, okay, Lydia, like, sounds good. I'm just going to I'm just going to give it my all and go for it. And the results that you've seen in part because of that amazing mindset has been beautiful. So, yeah, I think, I think you need that. You can be stubborn and think, okay, I can choose not to do it. So I'm not going to do it. I think if you're just like, okay, I give it this time. I can't lose anything. Like it can't get worse. So why not just try like, What's the harm? Yeah, that's a lovely perspective. So anything else as we just celebrate you? And again, just huge congratulations, Cecilia. Is there anything else on your mind that you would just want, want to say to those listening who are struggling um, or anything else that, that comes to you to share to kind of make our conversation today complete for you? I think give it a go. You can recover. like. Anyone can do it. <laughs> <laughs> I love that. Thank you for being such a beautiful beacon of hope and just an amazing example and for sharing your story. That's lovely, okay. lovely. So thank you for being on, Cecilia. I'm so happy for you and your beautiful future as a free woman. Free woman, like that's what it's all about. I love it. <laughs> so beautiful, beautiful. And thank you for being on and sharing your story. Um, and I am sure that you guys have enjoyed just being able to see some more inspiration. And like Cecilia is saying, like, you can, like, you can recover. You just need to be able to do what works, right? And like, just be able to move forward. So if you would like some help, like if you would like to recover and if you would like to have that freedom in your life, and I know that one thing that comes up and I know that it did for my life is like, I couldn't have tried any harder. Like I was doing all the things. I couldn't have tried any harder. 
So really being able to do what works and be able to adjust and have that support. This is Lydia, the lifestyle coach, and this is Cecilia in Denmark, free woman, and signing off. Thanks, guys. Thanks for tuning in. If you felt a spark here and want to see how these principles can work in your own life, here is your next step pop over to lydialifestyle.com slash session. That's lydialifestyle.com slash session, where you can book a free session with our team. We'll give you a call and together find clarity on three things. One, the exact cycle you keep getting sucked into. Two, what isn't working with your approach. And three, what's missing to close the gap between food prison and food freedom. We have helped free hundreds of women all over the world from their food struggles. These are proven principles that work, no matter how long you've been stuck. This is Lydia, the Lifestyle Coach, signing off. Mwah!